cliffcentral.com. Anthea is right here in studio, which is always a great thing on a Monday. Yeah. Anthea had a long weekend, just like all of us, and she is back to work very hard for money this week. And of course, with it being a Monday, she'll always get her original soundtrack. That's the rule we kind of make around here. Right, Anthea. So, what's going on in the finance? Yeah, very busy day on Friday. Um, It was derivatives closeout, and in the 15-minute closeout period, 29 billion rand went through the stock exchange, which is incredible. Wow. Um, At the end of the day, we finished with 5.4 billion dollars, which was 69.5 billion rand of trade, which is what four, three times our normal daily average volume. Unfortunately, though, the mining charter came out, and that was all the story of the day. It really dragged on the um, JSE. Everything was down. Resources were down 2%. Financials were down 1%. Industrials down 1%. The RAND was down 2%. I mean, some of the big counters, Saw Mining was down over 10%. Kumba Iron Ore was down over 7 So was Amplatz. Exaro was down 7 Anglo Gold was down 7. It was just ridiculous. It was bloodshed on Friday. Um, wow. Yeah, and it and it really was all about the mining charter. I I, I don't know what government think they're doing, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I don't even know where to start with it, actually, because in South Africa, I think we're kind of used to this rhetoric of, um, you, you know, the government changing their mind. But I think the foreigners were really concerned. The new mining charter was very onerous. 30% of mines must be black-owned within 12 months of the 2017 charter being in place. This is up from 26%. And there are just so many other things. Like they have to procure 80% from black-owned companies. The, the one that intrigues me, and I'm all for black females getting into management and onto boards, but they need 38% of middle management must be black females. I can't imagine that they even have that many females working in the mining sector, let alone to put them into middle management or onto the board. Um, so, so yeah, so the market really absolutely hated this new mining charter. In fact, the Chamber of Mines has said that they're going to take the Department of Mineral Resources to court over the mining charter. And, of course, you can... Yeah, it's- it's such a it's I mean it's just like you're trying to force things that aren't going to work. How many women want to go into mining for God's sake? Well exactly. That's that's the kind of the point. Like and then to force that and, and instead of starting at the bottom and saying in education, let's spend some money on putting engineers or black female engineers or female engineers at least through university, they start at the top and hope that it will filter down. It doesn't work that way. No, it's like a quick fix. You're trying to make it all happen without thinking it through. And then all you do is you create an unstable system and then mining collapses. And mining is pretty much one of the few things we've got left in our economy. Yeah, but Gareth, I, I saw something, and again, Anthony, maybe you could clear, clear this up for me, that since 1994, mining in South Africa has basically halved, whereas in Brazil and Australia, Brazil, I think it's as much as tripled. That's exactly right, Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, so worrying. It's, Again, it's not it's not seeing big picture stuff here. Well, well, so that's what the Chamber of Mines said. The reason they're taking the DMR to court is because they because of this new mining charter or because of their insistence on these rules, um it's it they're losing investment in the sector and that's exactly what has happened Ben since 
well, I don't know what date it was, 94. And, of course, we've got a captured minister in charge of mining, Musa Benzizwani, and we know what's happened there. So, yeah, I mean, what do you expect to happen? You think it's going to grow? You think it's going to – you can artificially engineer this situation to make it work for you? No. Well, there's a lot of speculation that they're engineering it to work for a certain Indian family because everybody well, else point. is disagreeing with it. That sounds very vague, Anthea. You need to give us more <laughs> than that. Well, that's all I've heard. <laughs> and then in the other sectors, of course, because of the weaker rand, financials were down. Brait was up 4%. Gareth, you'll be glad to know. Um, so it's making, it's making a little bit of a comeback. Um, and industrials were also down. And of course, retailers got absolutely hammered on Friday because, um, Thursday, sorry, because of it. Unfortunately, the weaker rand couldn't even help NASPACE, even though they released a pretty good trading statement. Um, probably the most important feature to note from the NASPES trading statement is that core headline earnings will be up between 33 and 39% on the previous period. And it's only, it's only a trading statement, so there's not too much information and it's difficult to read into it. But kind of, if you extrapolate what is being said, um, the one thing they have kind of pointed to is that the sub-Saharan pay TV business is not doing that well. They've got rising development costs, as they put it. Um, but then if you take out Tencent and Melru, the losses in the rump in the other businesses have actually halved. Um, and so that's a great thing because really NASPES kind of private equity businesses are coming into its own. In fact, if you separate it, the unlisted on the listed, the listed associates alone represent 130% of NASPES's share price. So there's a 30% upside mm. just on the listed stuff. Wow. Yeah, so unfortunately it fell to below 2,500 rand a share on Thursday. But I'm guessing in the long term that'll come into its own. Let's hope so. And then some good news. Peregrine, which is an asset management business, reported results last week. Normalized headline earnings up 6% to 591 million rand. We do own a very small holding in the hashtag invest aggressive portfolio. It's it's a small cap share, but it's re- and so therefore it's really volatile, um, as you would expect from a small cap. Um, they said they're looking to unbundle their on balance sheet investments to release value to shareholders, as they've now reached a billion rand value. Um, and to unbundle anything less than a billion rand would cost too much. And you know, so they have hedge fund business, they have a Java advisory business, they have Citadel Wealth Management. So that should be quite interesting. Their annuity earnings increased by 24%. So a, a really nice little business, actually. Just It's a shame it's it's um, a small cap and that it's so volatile. Otherwise, I think I would have probably had a bigger weighting in the portfolios. Huh. And um, and then another share we spoke about last week when you asked me for a trading state for a, for a trading idea was Comair. Um they released their trading statement. They said headline earnings per share will be up at least 20%. Um, so, again, just a trading statement, so really not enough information. But we do know that the CEO has been making some very positive noises of late. You know, um, Comair took SAA to court and won a 1.1 billion rand claim that includes the interest which is only 60% of the total claim. And Eric Fenter, the CEO of Comair, has said that SAA have countersued them now um, 
and because SAA have countersued, Comair have counter countersued. Um, but wow, he's, but he's, what a mess. I know, just the lawyers get rich, right? Yeah, they're the only ones who score out of this kind of thing. Yeah, but the CEO of Comair is quite positive because he's actually noted in one of his comments that Cliff Decker, who were SAA's legal counsel, resigned. When SAA, oh. yep, <laughs> because because their legal counsel had actually given guidance for SAA to not counter counter sue or whatever the the, the the legal term is. Wow, that sounds very messy. Don't you wish you were a lawyer? Uh no. Oh, okay. I would rather I would rather be proud of myself and go to sleep at night without having a guilty <laughs> conscience. Yeah, who needs lots of money anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's awful. Imagine being a lawyer. How sad and depressing. No, um, no. I'm going to stick to what I do. Yeah. I like what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People, you know, some lawyers like, like what they do, Gareth. Leave them alone. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, Anthea, thank you very much. My um, pleasure. Cliffcentral.com.